Hello Marlins fans and hello Braves fans and welcome to another very special episode of Swings and Mishes. I'm your producer Jeremy Taché just giving you a bit of an intro into this extended interview between Craig Mish and Braves general manager and vice president of baseball operations Alex Anthopoulos. Now as you guys know Craig Mish was all over the story of JT Realmuto's trade, the ups and downs throughout the entire offseason. JT ultimately ended up with the Phillies, but as Craig reported, the Braves were in it from the start, in and out of the conversations, and ultimately, they did not get him. So it's very interesting to hear what Anthopoulos has to say to Craig in regards to JT and the rest of the baseball offseason in general. So without further ado, here's Craig Mish and Alex Anthopoulos on Swings and Mishes. First of all, thank you. I appreciate it. It's nice to meet you in person. So this past offseason, over the last few weeks, actually, I became kind of like a little bit of a folk hero a little bit in Atlanta with all of the reporting that I've done. Um, Obviously, I know that the trade didn't get consummated, but there was a lot of discussion about JT Realmuto and the possibility of him going to Atlanta, obviously. So that didn't end up happening. So naturally, Braves Twitter are all like in a frenzy. They're always wondering what the next move is going to be. And uh, thank you for kind of not being part of it, but being part of it too, because it's been a really interesting offseason for me in terms of covering it. How has it been for you guys? Uh, Like any offseason, trades, free agents, um, all that kind of stuff. So um, obviously that's what makes baseball offseason great. It's long, fans follow and so on. Um, but really no different than, I guess, any other offseason. There's always, you know, obviously with players that are, everyone knows they're available in the, mar- in the mar- market at that point. Everyone, I mean, it's followed a little more closely. But ideally for us, if we're going to pursue players in trade, people don't, or free agents, we do it quietly and no one knows about it. Do you understand the, I don't know how much you're active on social media. Do you see, like, or hear about from different people like oh my gosh this is happening oh my gosh this isn't happening do you get yeah, I mean you, you hear all I mean all the time people are talking about hey did you hear you know today there's all these rumors about some of the free agents right so you hear about it people talk about it there's just there's so many uh, people right now that are reporting on things you don't know what to believe what's real so at the end of the day I think when it comes to whether you're signing a free agent or making a trade you just have to ultimately be comfortable with what you're willing to pay the player, or what you're willing to give up in trade, um, all that kind of stuff. Come on in, Mike. You should join in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but um, no, I just, at the end of the day, I'm dealing with Mike Hill. No matter what people are saying on social media, it's the only person I'm going to go with anyways, right? He's the one who's going to make the deal. So, and at the end of the day, sure, there's a negotiation component, but push come to shove, you have to ultimately be comfortable with what you're willing to do. They have to be comfortable with what they're willing to accept and um, all the other stuff, it's noise. And I say that in a full respect, you just can't do your job that way. Right. And I'm part of that noise too because that's what right. we're that's creating. Exactly. I'm, I'm doing a radio show, I'm, if I'm a fan, creating a podcast. If I'm a fan, that's what I want, right? I want information, even if it's just a crumb. I just, you know, I'm, I love my team, I'm following, you know, I'm, now that I'm in Atlanta now, I follow the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Falcons. You're always curious about stuff. So, you know, I was in Toronto a long time, so the Raptors make a trade. I'm still, I'll call my friend and say, hey, they got Mark, Mark Gasol, you know, and we'll talk about it. So that's what's great about sports. 
I hope I'm a little more than a crumb. I'm working on it. Yeah, no, no, I, I mean it that I, way. I know, I know, but I'm, get, I'm getting there. So yeah. I, I guess at this point, at least from the interaction that I've had with sure. a lot of Braves fans, is they seem to be very frustrated. Sure. Just being level with they very yeah, frustrated sure. because uh, other teams have done a lot of stuff. It doesn't look like these two main guys may end, to, end up with Atlanta. We don't know that that is certainly the case. So I know you did an interview recently in print. But how do you quell that those? That one went over well. <laughs> <laughs> Not so good. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. So uh, how do you still quell that? Because it's not over uh, with. I got a picture of Craig Kimbrough at the airport. Oh, yeah, no, I heard about all about that. Yeah, I got asked about all that. And obviously I can't. You know, just for league rules, you can't say who you're, you're actively in, on. Or, you know, I guess you can speak in general terms. But, um, look, I guess I'd say this is, I respect and understand that fans are always going to want teams to go get guys, trade for guys, sign guys. That's what I'd want as a fan, too. Ultimately, when you're making the decisions, you have to ultimately do what you feel is right. And, um, you know, I've said this before. I've been there where I've won the off seasons. People get all excited and pumped up. And um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, all anyone's going to care about is a winning product out on the field. So um, last winter I heard the same thing. We made the camp deal. Why aren't we? I don't want to talk about signings that, that were made, but why aren't we signing this guy? Why aren't we signing that guy? There were guys out there on the market, guys that we could have added. Um, and ultimately, for whatever those reasons might be, we elected you know, not to. Or maybe those players elected not to sign with us. You know, there's times where a guy says, hey, I want to do Arizona spring training. Or um, you know, there's a certain place I prefer to play. Or for you guys, it's the AAV is 40% higher. Or you need to give me an extra year or two. Now, those are all things you can't comment about. So, um, like anybody else, we want to win. Um, I think that goes without saying. And But we ultimately have to do what we feel is right. And if criticism comes with that, you have to have thick skin. Right. Uh, a couple more. From my point of view, as it pertains to the Marlins, without getting specific. Sure. You'd... If Mike was here, we could have talked to whatever you want. You want to it's, it's, too, it's too late for that okay. now. So, you're just me and you, <laughs> right. cornered. Right. Okay, so... My perception is there is no doubt that the Braves have, if not the best farm system in all of baseball, right there amongst them. The perception on my end would be the Braves don't want to give those players up. They want to keep those players because they have potentially more value than we even know. Is that a fair statement? I mean, look, with young players, you just don't know. There's obviously risk to these guys until they're established. at the big. We can go through a list of prospects that didn't materialize and some that maybe people weren't as high on that did. So um, I, you, can play, you can skin the cat however you want. You can say, well, prospects are prospects. Not that many of them pan, pan out. Um, then I'd say most big league players were prospects at some point, right? So the ones that are on the field at some point were prospects or highly touted. So however you want to spin the argument, you can. Um, Look, I think it goes without saying we had discussions with Marlins, clearly. Um, he's a great player. Um, and <clears throat> But at the same time, Marlins have every right to add. They were great to deal with, very upfront. Mike Hill is as good as you're going to find to deal with. He's very honest. He's a straight shooter. Um, you know, they had a price that they, they set, rightfully so. Um, you know, it was one that we ultimately weren't comfortable with. Um, and ultimately, I don't want to speak for him, but... They clearly were happy with the deal that they got. You know, there was deals we were willing to make, deals we were willing to do. But, yeah, I mean, at some point, I think the most consistent thing I've said is um, with most deals where we're trading young players or talking about it, 
our issue has been the volume. So two guys, one guy, you know, three, four, depending on who. Um, you know, obviously it's when you're talking about maybe tiers of guys, the more volume, the more painful it is to do it. And um, ultimately you're going off the evaluations you have. What do you think these guys are going to be? If you think they have a chance to be all-stars, there's only going to be so many of those guys you're willing to trade, knowing that there's risk to that. They're not all going to pan out. So that's getting a deal done. And you're also weighing uh, the years of control of the player that, that you're going to get back. So um, we won't know as an organization, and the Marlins won't know, obviously, for years down the road. So, um, But you go into negotiations in good faith, and um, they're as good a team as anybody to deal with. Thank you so much for giving me all your time. I appreciate it. It's been a fun ride. Thank you. All right.